Welcome to the Battleborn Preps Podcast. We have week one games on tap. And without further ado, let's get started. I'm Michael Reeves with the Battleborn Preps Podcast. We're going to try to do one of these before every week, along with the article that we usually do with our predictions. But it is week one. High school football is back here in northern Nevada, and we got a lot of games. Um, not, not a ton in northern Nevada, but we got some games. But before that, we're going to kick it off. We have two great interviews, and one is going to be with a guy you may have heard of. His name's Brandon Caho. He actually is a phenomenal linebacker over at Reno. Uh, he's he's deciding on what offers he's going to look at in the off season and where he wants to play. Um, we're going to go to that interview, and we also have quarterback Cam Emerson from the Reed Raiders. He's going to talk a little bit about what he expects from Clayton Valley as they lost last year, but hopefully to get back in the W column. And we got a lot of games: Northgate coming to Damani, Bishop Minogue playing up at North Valley's, Lassen at McQueen. Uh, like I said, Clayton Valley at Reed, Churchill at Hug, and then that game where Reno is traveling to Stag. It's going to be a great week of high school football, and I can't wait for it. But we kick it over to Brandon as we go to the interview. I have Brandon Caho here on the phone. Um, we're going to do an interview with him. Um, it's Thursday night, and we're getting ready for some games. Brandon, thank you for um, taking the time out of your day to get this done. Um, I appreciate it. Of course, no problem. Um, I'm going to start off by asking a little bit about your off season. You had an eventful one. Um, you're down to five colleges, uh, and, and not not just small colleges. You got Alabama's. You got BYU's, you got you got some big schools. You got even I think Oregon's in the mix. Uh, tell us a little bit about your own personal off season and how that was. Uh, just getting these offer letters and these different things. Um, you know, my off season uh, was pretty uh, was pretty crazy. It was a great experience, definitely. Um, but uh, I learned from it, and uh, um, you know, my top five schools are just. Just the, the schools that I, I thought best fit for me and, and where I wanted to take my officials. So I just wanted to wind it down um, to five so I can so I know where I'm taking my officials. So it could be easy on me and I can just put it aside for right now and just focus on the season. So I mean, my off season helped a lot with my with my um, with improving my game and just a little technique stuff and footwork stuff. So hopefully I. I can um, I can translate that to the season on Friday nights. Absolutely, Brandon, and I appreciate. Um, a lot of people can appreciate that you're actually waiting until after the season to get that that special school named. Um, some people want to just get it named before the season. Some people want to figure it out during the season. What made you think wait until after senior year's all done and then get your commitment going? Um. I just think it's it's what's best for me to just to just put it aside. I, I think it's fair to my to my um to my teammates to just focus on the season and, and put the distractions out of the way and just 
you know, it's definitely it's awesome. But right now, I'm I'm really focused on on the season and one goal and and, and working with my teammates. And and I really want to just take my time during the season to to talk with my family each day and just really take my time on this because this is one of the biggest decisions that I'll be making in my life. So. And that's for sure. You talked about your teammates. You guys ended the year with a loss to the regional champion, Damani Ranch Mustangs. Um, they have a star quarterback. They have some star players. Um, and, and and you can't feel bad about losing to a team like that. But how do you guys pick yourselves up after the off season and um, want to build on top of that and hopefully you know um, end with a better result at the end of this year? What do you guys do this off season? It just starts with it. Just starts with the, the seniors on our team and, and leading, um, leading the team and, and showing them what what we don't want and, and what we experienced last year and what we don't want to go through again. You know, we we forgot about last year, but we still have that bitter taste in our mouth, and you know, we're definitely hungry to get back on the field and and hopefully not get the same result we did last year. And um, you know, you you talked a little bit about personal goals, team goals. But the biggest team goal right now is you guys have a game against Stag tomorrow. Uh, tell us a little bit about your opponents and how you think um, you're going to be able to contribute. Um, Stag's, a, Stag's a good team, you know. I like good speed, you know, but I'm really more focused on us more than them, you know, because I feel like if our team can work together and, and you know, execute fine and do what the game plan is, it's fine, then we'll be fine, you know, just worrying about ourselves and not too much about the opponent. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time, Brandon. And this is Brandon Cajo. Um, he is he's narrowing it down to five schools, but first he's looking to hopefully get in that regional championship talk with the Reno Huskies. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thank you. We'd like to thank Brandon Caho for his time. Really appreciate it. These athletes have very busy schedules, and for them to actually come the night before, 24 hours before they're actually going to play a Friday night game, their first of their senior years in some cases, uh, you know, it's huge. We really appreciate all that they do for this community and all that they do for us. Um, you know... Brandon did a great job last season. I think he's going to build on his campaign and have a pretty good year. Um, will that correlate to wins for the Reno Huskies? I don't know. Only time will tell, and we will just uh, have to wait and see. But they play Stag. It's going to be a great game. I really believe that uh, the group of games we got this first week can tell a lot for the upcoming season. Um, as I said... On the schedule, Reno playing Stag. And then we got Northgate coming up to Damani Ranch. And Bishop Minogue playing at North Valley's 
Lassen coming up to McQueen. Clayton Valley coming to Reed. Churchill going to hug. So if if you can't find where to go Friday night, you'll never know. Because There's not many first weeks in northern Nevada where all the teams are genuinely coming to northern Nevada and looking to battle out-of-state and out-of-town teams. It doesn't happen but very often. Um, last year, I remember that first week, there was only like one or two games in town. So we just need to cherish this for what it is. With that being said, I also interviewed the Reed Raider quarterback, Cam Emerson. And like I said, day before Friday night, uh, these guys taking their time, I really appreciate it. After the next break, we're going to have Cam. And I'm here with Cam Emerson, quarterback of the Reed Raiders, Uh Cam was kind enough to join us here late Thursday night on the eve before his Friday night game. Thank you again, Cam, for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Now, Cam, you guys played Clayton Valley last year, and um, for much of the game last year, it was a a close, hard-fought game, but you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you ended up on the losing side of it. How do you guys come up on the winning side this year? Um, yeah, you're right. We lost uh, 35 to 20 or 21. We scored right at the end there. But um, the main thing to get by them and to get on the winning side of all that is just to be physical. I mean, they're a very, very physical team. Just pound up the front. You know, they run a real close set and stuff like that on offense. And their philosophy is just, you know, power down the field and out-aggress their opponent and, um, I think we have some good size to match up with theirs this year and a lot of returning players that carry that aggressiveness and that can match up with theirs. So I think as long as we can be more aggressive than them and our scheme can get by them, then I think we'll come out on the winning side for sure. Now last year you guys, um, a, a few different changes to your roster. You guys had a different head coach. You had a few seniors that were contributing last year. Um is it? Do you feel that you have a better team last year with um, with the continuity of the guys coming back and just a good, solid gear under guys' belts, or do you feel it's a little tougher with the coaching staff gone and some seniors gone? Um, how how do you feel as the guy on top of that, on top of that squad? Um, you know, it's hard to answer that just because uh, we haven't. We haven't seen how our team performs against competition in games, but I'm definitely feeling good about this year. I was feeling good last year, and I think I'm feeling good this year, just even with the coaching change and everything. I mean, from the outside, it seems like that might be a big deal, but it's fit us really, really well, and I think our team has adjusted really well to all that. And so I'm feeling really, really good about this team, and I think that compared to last team, uh, we're right up there too. I mean, last year was you know, one-of-a-kind type of guys, and this year we have those same type of playmakers and talent, so uh, I'm feeling pretty good about everything. Now, I um, I saw a video yesterday, I was I saw on social media, your head coach, Tony Amantia, giving an interview, and um, it looks like you guys are doing phenomenally at practice, but I, I heard, and this may be a rumor, I'm not too sure, but I want you to confirm this, um, 
your center, Mike Delgado, is he going to for sure be out tomorrow? Because that could be a big loss. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, he's been battling a hamstring injury all, all summer, and uh, he came back. He went and got cleared and came back uh, for practice this week because we are expecting to have him back. And uh, it's just still bothering him. And, you know, we just don't want to risk that so early on in the season. We would rather have him finishing the season than starting it and having to sit out the rest of it. So, yeah, he, he won't be playing this week. He should be back next week or the week after that. But um, Scott Walsh is going to replace him. And um, I think Scott fits that position really good as well. So it won't be too big of a loss. But, yeah, he can be out this week. Now, this is kind of a vague question, but just something we can close on um, pretty well. Last time I talked to you, it was early July. Now we are, like I said, it's... It's what eight? No, seven o'clock. The day before Friday night. Um, what's changed yeah. since then? What, what? What is there? What? What's changed for you and your squad since then? Uh, I know it's been a quite a bit of time and quite a bit of practice, and just how do you feel about your season and how it's changed since I last talked to you? Oh, I mean, it, it, a lot of things have changed since then. I, I remember. Uh, sitting down with, in that interview room with you, and uh, since then, I mean, a lot of strong relationships have been built, and um, just a lot of connections have been made with every, like, the new team and new coaching staff and all that stuff, and I think big thing, one of the big changes that has changed since then, um, beside the fact of, you know, understanding the new scheme off it, offensively and defensively, um, obviously that has changed a lot as we learn more and more, but I would say the relationships with everyone has just been so strong lately, and uh, that's something we've built on a lot since then. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your Thursday evening. I know it's the day before the big game, so thank you for that, and uh, we look to talk to you again soon. All right, thank you. Anytime. Thank you. Cameron Emerson and I sat down in early July, had a great talk. We had a great talk tonight. I can't wait for some good play. Let me tell you, talking to that kid, you know, I have some wonders about the Reed Raiders, so I'm actually going to reveal my picks here and end the show real quickly. But um, I I had some question marks, not going to lie, about the Reed Raiders. You know, Mike Delgado going down is huge. Uh, but but they they just they have that next man up mentality and it's something that really has to be has to be appreciated by us fans because not every team has that. So we're gonna start my week one predictions and there's also gonna be an article to be associated with this. But we're gonna start out with Clayton Valley, Clayton Valley at Reed. I'm gonna go 34. 31 read. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be tough down to the wire. Uh, I feel like Reed can come out with a with a last minute chip shot field goal and get the win. Um, Cam Emerson's going to fight hard. Josiah Schmidt's going to fight hard. Um, they're 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 building some things out there and Reed after Ernie Howard left and Tony Amantia came in and I I couldn't be happier for them. 
uh, you know, this will be a first step in the right direction. Now we're going to go to Northgate at Damani Ranch. Damani Ranch um, had a phenomenal offseason. You know, the rich get richer, if I may. Uh, the Mustangs lost a few offensive linemen, but their head coach, Sean Dupree, was talking to me. He seems real confident about his offensive line when we had that interview. Um, Cade's just getting better. You know, Knobloch and Hurley are a two-headed horse, no pun intended, for the Mustangs at the running back position. You have a all-state receiver or all-state caliber receiver in Drew Jacobs. So, you know, for that reason, just on the offensive side, don't even get me started on how deep they are defensively. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Mustangs for 42-14. to 14. Northgate, um, don't know a ton about them, but if you're looking at rankings, if you're looking at their roster, you're looking at size, those types of things that equivalent to winning football teams, they do not have the comparables to Damani Ranch. So I, I got to go Mustangs 42-14. I think Northgate can maybe put a touchdown or two on the board, but that'll be it. Now we go to Bishop Minogue at North Valley's. This will be an interesting game. Um, North Valley's is a pretty good team. They, 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 they're trying to execute things, but this is a brand new offense again. You know, they're they're playing through a new offense after changing it last year. They change it again this year, so it's just a constant change. I think North Valley's it's going to take a minute for them to progress to the next level. And I think that they're going to, they'll get there. But, you know, I think it's just time will tell. I think Bishop Minogue has been putting in some solid practice all off offseason. Um, Ernie Howren has been doing pretty well with those guys. Uh, I went out to practice the other day and watched. They look pretty good. Um, and I think when they play, it's going to be a good, hard-fought battle. And I'm going to give it to Bishop Minogue. Um, I'm going to go Minogue 28-14. And then we go over to Lassen at McQueen. Now, Lassen and McQueen have battled it out for the past couple of years. Um, I think Lassen's a talented squad. I just feel I have something in my gut telling me that Jim Schnelling, you know, has something up his sleeve for this year. And he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. I just, I, I have a weird feeling that McQueen's got this one. And I and I feel like McQueen's going to be a better team than most people give him credit for. Jim's, Jim Schnelling is a great coach. And I think people need to really remember um, not, not what school and what program he's coaching for. But the coach himself and what he can accomplish and what he has already accomplished. Um, I'm going to go with the McQueen Lancers winning by a touchdown, 28-21. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be a good game, um, and and I think the Lancers just proved some people wrong this year. We're going to go over to Churchill at Hug. Um, you know, a little three A four A inner matchup. I think it'll be a pretty good game. You 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 look at a hug. Coach Legrone is doing something over at Hug that not a lot of people have been successful doing. The last guy I'd give credit to is Rawling Stallworth 
when he got Hug in a winning tradition. I, I really believe that Coach Legrone just has a system, has a tradition that he wants to instill in that program, and I, I think he, he's starting to pick Hug up from that um, from that bottom dweller of of where they were and just bring them all the way up one step at a time. Um, Hug is a better team each and every day, and I got to give them the win, 21-14 versus the Churchill or Fallon Green, Green Wave, as some would say. And we're going to cap off the week one show talking about the Reno Huskies going to Stag. Um, you know, you look at both these teams. I went to this game last year. It was a very competitive game. But Reno's got a year under its belt. Stag's got a year under its belt. I'm going to be honest. This is one of my least knowledgeable picks. I'm going to probably, just on the safe side, go 28-21 Reno Huskies. Um, we talked to Brandon. I have some belief in this kid. He's, you know, he's proven... He's proven to a lot of people that he is the real deal. He's a good player, and I think if he can lead that team as as he's led some of us to believe who he is, and he leads that team into believing who they really are, I think Brandon can take them to the sky, and the sky is their limit. Um, with that being said... You know, like I said, Reno 28-21, and I think it'll be a phenomenal first week of football. Great group of guys playing um, Northern Nevada football. I could not be happier for, and I'm going to publish the article um, with my predictions and a link um, to the podcast, and we'll go from there. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and next week... We're hoping to have a few more athletes and maybe a coach on. Thank you.